What's up everybody, it's your boy Antoine TV2 and I'm back here with a brand new episode. I hope everybody's having a good day and a good night and I hope everybody is staying hydrated out there, drinking your water, drinking your fluids because I know out, out there be hotter than a mug. And you know, I just got a very juicy good episode for every, for everybody tonight and I got a lot of good topics Good topics. That's everybody will be dying to hear, and everything like that. Um, first and foremost, before I, you know, get into this uh episode today, um, there's only one comment I'm gonna say before I start. Um, Drake's album is trash. Honestly, never mind. Was trash. It was uh. Like, only maybe two songs that I can vibe to. Only two. The rest of them was, like, hot garbage. I know he was trying to target a very specific audience out there. But, honestly, to me, the whole album was trash. The whole album was trash. I prefer Certified Lover Boy better than this album here. Like, literally, it was hot garbage. The la And then the last song, which that actually had a good beat to it. 21 bodied the whole entire track, and he basically carried the whole entire song, which is sad, again. So, to be honest, he should have had that last song on his Certified Loverboy album, but it is what it is. So that's the only comment I have before I start here. And, you know, everybody just sit back, relax, and let's get right into the episode, alright? So, first thing we got on the list is the XXL... Um, list here. Uh, it came out June 14th, so basically like two days ago, right? And I looked at the whole list, and I, don't, I barely know anybody except for maybe like two, three people on this list. And I'm, I'm gonna go down the list, alright? I'm, I'm gonna go down the list. Um, so we got Nardo Wick. I mean, everybody knows Nardo Wick. That's like number one. That's the one uh, artist I know. Do Dochi, I think that she pronounced her name. I, I never heard or heard anything from this female. I never seen no dude or female bump her, you know, music before, so I don't know her. So Fuego, I don't know you either. Like honestly. Babyface Ray, I definitely don't know you. Kali uh, Kaylee, Kali, never heard her before. Casey I've heard of him. He was on Fabio Foreign's album Bible, so I did hear hear him. Uh, it was it was all right. He was all right. Um, I won't say he's up there because I never really listened to a song by him before, so I, I don't know. Uh, Chutsi, or I'm guessing I'm saying that right. I, I count me because I'm probably gonna be saying this wrong. Never heard anything from him. Big Thirty, I've. Definitely heard anything from Big Thirty at all. It's it's okay. Um, Ken the Man, and yeah, Ken uh, Ken the Man is, is I'm guessing is what it is. I'm guessing I'm saying that right. Never heard this even before in my life. Um, Big Scar, never heard from you. Saucy Santana, uh, it's a dude, gay dude. Never heard nothing from you, bro. Um. And, yeah, they have the, uh, some person named Babytron. Sound like you sound from the movie, from Tron the movie. Um, 
haven't heard enough from you either. So, I thought I was, I yeah, so like, like I said, I only heard from two people, Casey and Nardo Wick, because I know Nardo Wick, and, you know, Nardo Wick's music is actually pretty good, so, but everybody else, I don't know, and besides Casey, I don't know, none of y'all. I know they have Weezy out here as a DJ and the producer for the Cyphers and stuff, but after, yeah, after 2016, um, it has gone downhill, literally, it has gone downhill, I, it hasn't, XXL has not been the same ever since 2016, um, literally, I've been, like, if I have to go back with all like XXL, you know, freshmen of like every single year before 2022. Like I like no. Like obviously it's it just hasn't hasn't been the same honestly. Like the Cyphers has been eh, the everybody doing their own stuff has been eh. Like it's like if I have to go back into last year's double XXL, uh, double XL, they had I think on the list it was Flo Millie, Corey LeRae, Pooh Shiesty, uh, Forty Two Doug, um, DDG, and I'm probably missing a few on here. But yeah, the only the only and the only people that I listened to on Twenty Twenty One Freshman Class was Forty Two Doug, Mo Ray. DDG, I only listen to one song by Ian Dior, and that's it. Like, really, that's all that I listen to, honestly. Like, Flo Millie, I've never heard anything by her. Pooh Shiesty, I've heard his stuff. Um, Not really a fan of his music. Corey Lorette, I think she's trash altogether. Um... I don't like I've like to be honest I don't really like anything from this list besides D like DDG he be putting out some beats he be he be putting out some bangers like Moonwalking in Calabasas was good um when he came up with Run It Up the start of his career was good um there's there's some more tracks that I listened to by him as well too I don't remember all of them out of his my out of my head. And 42 Doug, when he collabed with Lil Baby on We Paid. And then he also collabed with um, Yellow Beezy. That was fire as well, too. Um, for the gang with Roddy Rich, that was fire. Like, like I know only a couple people. Like, Moray, you know, Trenches was good. Obviously, his hit Quicksand was fire. Like, this, you know, when he... Featured on uh, J. Cole's album off for off season. That was fire. Like, like I said, like after a while, like XXL is coming is is just picking dog water people. I'm not saying everybody on Double XL is dog water people, but on this year's Double XL, it is dog water. It, it sucks. It's trash. It's a trash lineup. Plus, like when I listen to people, I don't like. I more like listen to. Maybe like like I'm more like listen to either French Montana or or DDG or the Baby 
or you know Rod Wave, Jack Harlow, um, like Juice World, rest in peace, um, X, like all those like rappers that I know that I listen to like frequently. Like, I'll listen to, but all these new, new rappers, I don't know songs by at all. Like, I feel like, to me, a lot of the new rappers are becoming more trash and more garbage. And the more, and every, and more, and every time I see maybe a lineup, I think, okay, this might, this might be pretty good. But ever since, ever since I stopped, I think ever since 2020's lineup, I was like, all right, because there's some people I listen to on there. After 2021 and 20 and now 2022, I just haven't been paying attention to XXL like that. Because everybody be like, yo, pages did like, what about XXL this year? I'm like, double XL this year. I'm like, bro, I, I, no, because it's, it's, it's just not, it's just not, it's just that good. Like, and then you have like, if I go backwards to 2020s lineup during the pandemic, they had on here was. Polo G, if I have to look, it was it was Polo G, Rod Wave, Baby Keem, NLE Chopper, Mulatto, Lil TJ, Jack Harlow, I think Cowboy Chica, and Lil Keith and Fabio Foreign, and then 24 uh, Golden. So, 24K uh, Golden. So, I'm going to tell, like, when 2020 dropped... I was li- already listening to Polo G. I was already listening to Rod Wave. I was already listening to um, Baby Keem. I was listening to L.E. Chopper, Lil TJ, Jack Harlow, a little like on and off of Cowboy. Uh, I said Cowboy. Cowboy. And I was only one, one song by Lil Key that, that you know, was, was popping with Snape. After that, he kind of fell off to me because I think he was trash after that. And then... Fabio Ford, I've been listening to this man ever since he came, like, when I first started listening to him, I think it was Big Drip, and yeah. So, I was the majority of the artists was, but yeah, was the, um, you know, was the Cyphers up there? They were aight, honestly. Nothing like, it was, they could have done better, but it was aight. Like, like I said, um, but yeah, this... But yeah, like I said, it's it's XXL to me is going downhill, and a lot of people will probably agree with me that it is going downhill. And if I have to go before that to 2019, Kamikaze, The Baby, Lil Mosey, Right Rich, Corday, YOK Osiris, Rico Nasty, Gunna, Blueface, and Mega The Stallion. Obviously, on that list, like I said, I listened to The Baby a lot. Lil Mosey was maybe like one or two songs. Roddy Witch a lot. Corday, a lot. Uh, YK or Cyrus, only maybe like three three to five songs. Rico Nasty, didn't listen to. Gunna, I listened to a lot. Blue Flakes, only Tatiana and Bleed It, and maybe like a couple of her songs. And then Meg Thee Stallion, barely. So, like only a couple, only a couple artists from each year I listen to frequently, like a lot. Other artists, it's like, and eh, they got good tracks, but, you know, they could do better. And then some, it's just, I don't listen to it at all because I think they're just trash completely. So, like, you know, 2019, they picked some decent people. 2020, they also picked some good people. 2021 and 2020, like, okay, like, 2021, like I said, was eh. 
2022, garbage. It is garbage. I don't know nobody on that list whatsoever. Should, should, uh, do I think XXL should go back to the drawing board with a lot of these artists? Yes. Yes, I should. Um, like, I don't know anymore, man. XXL is not what it used to be. It's, it just, no, oh boy, it's, 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 it's not even a hit or miss no more. It's now, like, the whole thing's a miss. Like, a whole, like, you have the producers on lock. Like, the producers be good, but the artists sometimes just be trash. Just, just, I don't know if people are just going to admit it or not, but the artists be trash sometimes. They probably don't know. They'd be like, yo, we picked some good artists. People, people know, like, there's going to be people that know him. Yeah, people from other states probably know him, and probably know him heavy. But the rest of the world, what about them? We gonna be like, I don't know these people. I never just heard nothing from these people. And it's like I haven't heard. I have nobody heard like, bro, pulling that big thirty, bro. This this person begging, begging, he begging. I'm like, I haven't heard nothing from him. I haven't heard nothing from. I'll probably everyone. I forgot the names of the uh, these artists now. So, like I said, you know, there's only one artist that you know I listen to. I I don't listen to frequently. Like heavy, like yo, like yo, put him on, put him on. I think Nardo Wick. The only song that I listened to by him was like, who like it goes like, who don't smoke with me, who won't smoke with me. That's I think that's the only song that I've listen to him by but that's it i like none every one of these people i don't know i really don't know so double xl do better i don't know if y'all gonna be hearing this or not but do better do better do better please just just do better I, I, i'm done i'm done talking about this topic now so moving on now nba finals was a couple days ago and fourth time in a row, the Warriors are NBA champions. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably a Warriors fan. Antoine TV 2, you're probably a Warriors fan. And I'm going to say this. Get ready. Am I a Warriors fan? Fuck no. No, I'm not. I am not. A, I, was, I was never a Warriors fan. Ever. Ever. Like... Yes, Curry is good. Yes, Clay is good. Draymond. 50-50. Iguodala. Old. I'm going to say this. He, he, he getting old. He getting old, right? Um, anybody else? Jordan Poole. I give him where credit is due. Andrew Wiggins. You, you kind of pulled a KD move. Um, any other person on that team? Um, that there's like one person that came from the G League. Uh, I, I I don't remember his name now, or like honestly, but everybody else I just do not know. Um, yes, this man Curry is the beast. I give I give credit where credit's due. He is a beast when it comes to the, on that floor. The man is a splash brother for a reason. Same thing goes for Clay. Um, but. Honestly, I literally thought that Celtics had it in the bag. I really did think that Celtics had it in the bag. Like when when I when I heard about like saw about it, like not hurt. What I keep I can't I keep getting my stuff mixed up. When I heard about that the Celtics 
loss. I was my, I didn't have money on the game. That's number one. I did not have money on the game. That's that's good. Number two, I literally thought that they had them. Honestly, I really did. Like first game, they got. I want to say butcher because you know, I think it was like one twenty something to like one oh eight or something like that. But they did get beat at their home that they um own arena, which is kind of sad because usually words don't really lose at their own arena. So when they got kind of like not swept, but got their butts beat by a good amount of points, I was like, okay. Okay, is this the, is this the new Celtics we see now? This is the new Celtics that we see now. So after that, um, it was it was it was alright. Um, first game they won. Second game they lost. Third game Celtics, I think Celtics won. And then fourth game Warriors won, so it was tied two two. I'm I may be getting the second and the third game reversed. No, no, I might begin the third and the fourth game reverse. So, either one, someone would tell me down. Um, so someone would tell me obviously if I'm wrong or right. Um, and then after that, game number five, they won. So it was three two. I'm like, okay. I'm like Celtics. You this is this is it, bro. You you either you either go home or you force a game seven. And after that. I was rooting for them motherfuckers, and they they got swept. They they got swept in game six. They they got swept. I was uh I was pretty pissed off. When when I saw that they got swept, um, I was like I was doubting myself kind of hard. I was like, damn, I I rooted for y'all. Y'all let me down. Like, I just, I rooted for y'all, and this is how y'all gonna do me? Like, like, Al, Al Horford, like, bruh. Like, it, it, what sucks is Al Horford was putting up threes. Like, this man, I don't say he's Wheezy Jefferson old, but this man is old for the NBA. And you have, and you have him putting up threes? Like, bruh. And then you telling him, oh, the guard Curry. Why are you telling the man to guard Curry for? He can't guard Curry. He cannot guard Curry. Tell him, oh, guard him. Like, this, this is going to help us. Bruh, you are talking to a uh, center. One, like, you know, a center that has stayed on this, you know, the Celtics. I think ever since he got drafted. And you're going to tell this man... To guard one of the Splash Brothers. Are you out of your mind right now? Like, if you think about it. This man does not have a chance against Curry. Al Horford, you are... I'm not going to hold you. you like, you were on a, on a team that we thought they were going to go to the final. Like, oh, not final. But we thought they were going to win the finals. I was... I had faith in them. Yes. But Tatum, what were you doing? What were you doing, Tatum? Honestly. Like if I have to if I have to pull up 
the stats for game six. Like, I don't know what. I don't know what this man was doing, but. Like, the, the score on the day that they won the finals was 103 to 90. 103 to 90. Bruh. Why? I I don't know, man. I I don't I don't I really don't know. This Like look, if I have to go down this, so the Warriors game 6. Wiggins Andrew Wiggins, 18 points, 5 assists, 6 rebounds. Porter, 6 points, 1 rebound. Green, 12 points, 12 rebounds. Thompson, 12 points, 2 assists, 5 rebounds. Curry, 34 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds. Like, and then Looney, like, 1 assist, 7 rebounds. Uh, Gary Payton... Six points, two assists, three rebounds. Jordan Poole, 15 points, two assists, three rebounds. And then Iguodala barely played that game anyway. But Celtics, look, Jason Tatum, 13 points, seven assists, three rebounds. Bruh, Al Horford, we're scoring way more points than you. That's sad. If you have a person like that, of like a power forward, I think it's a, I think it was a power forward. You have a power forward scoring way more points with you. Look at this. If I have to compare stats, we're not talking about Jalen Brown. Get him out of here. I'm not not talking about you. you. He did good, but I'm not talking about him. Jason Tatum, you have 13 points, seven assists, three rebounds, and. Four 40 minutes. Al Horford had 19 points, 2 assists, and 14 rebounds against you. This man was scoring more threes than you. And that's sad. Like, Jalen Brown obviously looked 34 points, 3 assists, 7 rebounds. Okay, this man did good. Man did good. But their bench barely played. Barely paid, like, blah, blah. their bench barely played. I think they had, like, what? Maybe, what? What? One, if I have to say, what, one, like, four, like four people? Like, four people played off the bench? <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I don't know if, like, Celtics... I won't, I won't say get a starter or a better starter, but get an all-star. Get another all-star on that team, please. I know you had Kyrie. You, that was close, but not close enough. And then Isaiah Thomas, obviously, was the best starter besides Kyrie Irving on that team. And then after that, I don't know what. I like probably, obviously, before that, there's probably better starters, but I can't think of... I can't really think of out of the top of my head right at the moment. But, I don't know, man. 
I, I really don't know. Warriors, fourth ring. I know Curry's happy. I know his wife is happy. I know his kids are happy. Huh. Honestly, if I if I rather choose someone from the Eastern Conf uh, Eastern Conference to face them, honestly, I would have picked Heat. I would either definitely pick the Heat or the Bucks to to. To um, at least face them. Because I feel like Bucks can give them a run for their money. Same thing goes for the Heat. But. I, I don't know man. I, 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 I really don't know. Hmm. That, that was so disappointing for me. That, that was hella disappo disappointing. It was... Like, like, bruh, I was, I was happy that it was 2-2 because I thought there was going to be, like, a game 7. And I'm like, once I saw, like, game 5, I said, okay, Celtics can bounce back from this. Celtics can definitely bounce back from this. And then I saw the game 6, and I was like, they're disappointing me. They're, they're disappointing me. Like they're they're definitely disappointing me, and I and I was pissed. I, I was pissed. Like, bro, game one, they had them. They had them. Celtics had them. Obviously, then Warriors buy them in the second game, obviously, and then Celtics got them in the third game. So I was right. Celtics did win that in game three, um, and then after that, Warriors buy them in the, in the fourth game. So it was two. And I'm like, okay. And then when I saw game five, I was like, okay. They had a chance to bounce back. They have a chance to bounce back. And then I saw game six, and I'm like... Or I looked at the highlights of game six, and I was like... This is disappointing. Uh, after... I think after, like, a little... At, like, five minutes... Like... Um, left in the fourth quarter. I was like, yeah, Warriors won this. Warriors won this. And then I, like... And then I left. And then I, left, I turned off the TV... And then left on my, and then put it like went on my computer. Cause I already knew Warriors was gonna win that. And huh, like I like like the only reason. Oh excuse me, oh excuse me, God, oof, I mean, the only reason why I don't like the Warriors is because. One like one of the people that we all like loved, KD, KD, Kevin Durant. You couldn't get a ring on OKC at the time, so you left to go to Golden State Warriors and got two rings. Snake move, sneaky move, will always be the sneakiest move in the NBA, and the most dickly move in the NBA as well too. That's the reason why I hate the Warriors. But, you know... Overall, I think Draymond is a little washed up to me. That's number one. Um, and everything like that. Clay, Steph Curry... I mean... They won't always be Splash Brothers. Because I hope by next season they don't make it to the finals. Or even make it to the playoffs.
I hope I'm calling it now. I'm calling it that the Warriors don't make it to the playoffs next year. And if they do make it to the playoffs, I hope they don't make it into the finals. And if they do make it in the finals, I hope they lose in the finals. That's my that's my that's my three things. Number I'm gonna say it one more time for people to hear me. So number one, I don't want them to make it in the playoffs, period. Number two, if they do make it in the playoffs, I do not want them to go to the finals. I want them to get eliminated before they make it to the finals. Don't matter if it's round one, round two, or the Western Conference Final. I don't matter. Don't matter to me. Number three, if they do make it to the finals, I hope whatever team that's going to play the Warriors, I hope they give them a run for their money and beat them. Honestly, I really do. But that's my take on the whole Warriors and Celtics game series at this moment. Like... I know in a couple days they're in a day or two they're probably gonna have a parade, so that's probably that's that's what's gonna fill my my for you page on Instagram and stuff. But that's that that's it. That's it for the Warriors and Celtics. That's it. I'm done talking about this. I'm done. So last night I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that Sasha Banks has now officially been released by WWE and it sucks because that is the biggest or not that but one of the biggest losses that WWE has made besides Bray Wyatt in 2020 and getting rid of Sasha Banks on the women's roster is already bad enough the women's roster on WWE is already struggling enough doesn't matter if it's NXT Raw or SmackDown, the women's roster is already struggling enough, and you removing Sasha Banks is even you're gonna you're basically you know losing every single good you know like superstar athlete on the women's roster, and all all you have left on the women's roster is Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, um. Bianca Belair, Raya Ripley, and obviously Bailey whenever she returns, and also Asuka, and that's it. I'm not saying all the other ones are not good. I'm just saying, like, Liv Morgan, she hasn't won a championship yet. Nikki Ash, she didn't take her championship brain seriously at all. Dewdrop never won a championship. Um, who else? I it's Natalia going back and forth between women's tag team championships and and the you know world uh, championships. Shayna Baszler only won the NXT championship, and, and I don't even know about NXT women because there's barely an NXT woman that won the NXT championship. And it's sad. It's obviously sad. Oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot Ronda Rousey. I forgot she's champion as well, too. But besides that, that's it. Like, you you have barely any women on... You have barely any women on Raw. 
Barely any women on SmackDown and barely any women on NXT. And cutting her was your best bet? Like, you could have just gave her in her hiatus and maybe be like, see you back here maybe like six to eight months when you're ready and then she comes back. But cutting her? Like, you... The problem with WWE is they always, they always get rid of people because of budget cuts to the point like they don't have anybody. So, say for example, if we want a better person for like, um, or like a new a person like a, if we okay let me let me try to rephrase this. If we want someone better for like a championship reign, they don't call like someone that's you know that has basically the same potential as them and probably could do better in the ring. They call the same damn person because you know they don't they don't have nobody. Like say like for example, um like say like say for example, okay, so basically there is there is two there is there's two storylines going on, right? There's a Sasha Banks there's a Sasha Banks storyline. I forgot what that was and it was Naomi and um it was Naomi, and I forgot the, her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about, right? And she was the GM. Obviously, abused her power. Um, and after that, she was basically working her way to get a title shot. Same thing goes for Sasha Banks. WWE said, nah, Ronda Rousey's coming back. Forget both of y'all storylines and let her come up front so she can get her title shot and win like either the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship title belt. And that pissed me off because you have so much potential in story in like her storyline and Sasha Banks storyline, and you both this and you discarded both of their storylines just to bring Ronda Rousey back, just for her to lose at Mania so she can win the title back at WrestleMania Backlash, which is pretty retarded and stupid. And I'm like, you no wonder you like people want to leave and request to leave and go to another company because WWE is not doing the work. They're not putting in the work to make these stars become better. So you know, be like, yo, I love like so fans would be like, oh, I love my, I love this superstar. He's been everything to me since day one. Blah blah blah. blah. And it's like, I understand in your eyes, you think that you know. Naomi and Sasha Banks did was wrong, but at the same time, what they also did was pretty much right as well too. Because one, every time you put, you know, a title around Sasha Banks' waist, doesn't matter if it's Raw, SmackDown, or you know the women's tag team titles, like you, you only keep it for for maybe like. A couple of small pay-per-views, like, for example, Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, Extreme Rules, SummerSlam, and then when WrestleMania comes around, she always loses a title. Either She always loses the title either on WrestleMania or some small Raw show. That's it. And it's pathetic, and it's like, bro, like, you don't give her a year. You don't give her a year to be champion. Like, I understand you want new talent to, like, hold the belt. And I understand that. I get that. But for her championship reign to only last a couple months, maybe, like, not even six months, maybe five or four, it's really pathetic because it's like, 
you you hyped her up so much to be like, oh, she's gonna do well. She's gonna keep the title for for maybe like near a year or over a year, and then she loses it just like that. And some people and some people in the industry are forced to give up their title because they feel like, oh, they want this person to succeed over them. I'm like, I understand. It's new. There, it's new blood. They want them to you know succeed over them because it's a new era. It's a new genre, and everybody and basically you want the new you know. The new people in the company to be successful and get you know their title shot and their you know, you know their their glory of becoming like either like a either a small champion like a tag team champion or a big world champion. I understand that, but every good storyline from that Sasha Banks have done has either been cut because another superstar has another bigger superstar than her has came in and a dis- complete disregard her stuff or. They just did it. They did the storyline, made her champion, and then she she got and then she gave up the title after maybe like two or three months. And I'm like, yo, you basically basically saying like she's not worth shit, which is pretty sad and pretty bad. And and you wonder why like big huge athlete stars just leave because you give them bullshit ass storylines that don't make sense half the time. And I'm like, Shasta Bank is a huge at like huge athlete. She's she's basically like I think one of the uh, four horsemen or four horsewomen at this point because it's, it's Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha. And now you release Sasha. Now it's just three. And now it's like everything that that woman has brought to WWE. NXT, Raw, and SmackDown basically meant nothing to y'all. Because y'all was like, oh, she she threw down her titles with Naomi. Like, this is unacceptable. This is during Raw and everything. And, and this is during, like, you know, on TV and during our recording. And no, this is not right. I want you I leave here immediately and never come back. And I'm like, and they be like, all right, cool, bet. And then you realize it's like, wait, I didn't mean it. Nah, I mean it, though. I meant it, though. Goodbye. And then you realize, bruh, you made a huge mistake. And then you want, say for example, you want big stars that has moved to different companies like AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and you want them to come back to WWE. They'd be like, I'm sorry we treated you bad in the past. We can make it up to you. We can be the biggest star of, you know, this era for as long as the contract is and blah, 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 blah. And they think, oh, yeah, I'll, head, I'll end up, uh, you know, basically... Putting my end up in the bargain, like saying, like, oh, I'm, I will put, um, oh, like hold up the end of my deal and, but literally lie to your face and don't, like, hold the end up to shit and then give you shitty ass storylines, shitty ass title defenses, shitty ass title reigns, and then expect you to kiss, they, kiss them on the mouth and the foot and call it a fucking day. Fuck no. Like, I am not like yes, I am I am upset to see her leave, but also I'm happy that she's also released because one, if she does get accepted into AEW or Ring of Honor or even Impact Wrestling, I feel like she'll have a better chance there because they'll actually treat her better and actually give her, you know, long title reigns better title opportunities and basically you know see her true potential as a wrestler because with WWE 
they you're you're limited with so much shit that you can't really do. Like when it was the attitude era and the ruthless aggression area, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But now since you know WWE became PG and what TV thirteen I think it is or TV fourteen, like it's not what it used to be. It's all sensitive and people like all this type of shit. You 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 can't have you know. There's barely any steel cage matches that often. There's barely any blood that happens like that. You don't have the barbed wire type, you know, um, you know, bats and everything. It's not ruthless or not much, you know, aggression enough that it's, you know, that it's, it just completely changes what I'm trying to say. And it's, it, I don't know, it's, it's changing for the worse, not for the better. Because every, every time WWE lose a potential big-ass superstar or a potential superstar that is currently as big as either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, the company goes down and down and down, and it keeps on going till who knows what happens. And at that point, WWE is getting worse at the moment, and, like... It, it it's probably not going to be fixed anytime soon and it's it's sad to me and i don't know either it's going to be hard for WWE to do better because like with Vince McMahon he's so up into like money 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 and revenue 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 and marketing 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 that you give your people shitty ass storylines and not the respect they deserve and think oh like yeah, what you're doing is good, but this would be better. When when the wrestler knows, like, yo, this is not better for me. This is worse for me. Like, you're either gonna... Like, you're either gonna give me a better storyline or, like, a better opportunity or I'm leaving. And after that, that's why, you know, people believe, like, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, all, like, the whole Wyatt family got cut. Braun Strowman got cut. Like, now Sasha Banks got cut. I'm surprised they didn't even cut Naomi yet for a shit. I feel like the only reason why they never cut Naomi is because the only bad thing that stayed in WWE's eyes that she done was put glow sticks and glow around the whole entire SmackDown Women's title, and that's the only thing that they hated. But besides that, she never really had anything majorly big, honestly. And it's like, unless you're not basically a a wrestler of like a, a son or daughter of a, of a huge wrestler like your father was there in the wrestling industry or your mother was in the wrestling industry then you're pretty much fucked and screwed honestly basically if you're saying if you're not a big man or a flair or one of us like you know part of the Samoan heritage don't matter if it's the rock the usos roman reigns or, you know, like, Dusty Rhodes, or... You're not part of anybody like that, then you're basically full of shit, is what they're saying. And your, and your values and shit don't mean nothing. And it sucks, and that's how WWE is, but... it. I hope it gets better, but honestly, it's just, it's just gonna be worse, because that's how WWE is anyway. Um, But yeah, that's my take on the whole Sasha being released like i said I, I don't know if it will get better but like but also it's wwe so it's probably more likely gonna get worse because that's how they've been for who knows how long ever since 
they start going TV 14 or not even TV 14, like PG or or PG 13. I don't even know at this point, but but yeah, like uh, but on to the next one now. Um, we have uh some news about Vince McMahon. I also read that last night, or probably the day before, this man now has allegations against him. Basically, he tried to hush up a wrestler and basically, I think, paid her $3 million and also had an affair. And I'm like, this is not good for the man. The man is in his 70s, right? And now, and now this comes out. And in my mind, every time, every time something big that bad happens, that like maybe every every time that has something that has bad that happened, uh, I can't even speak right now. Any time that there's something bad that happened way back when, they always like to bring it up third, like 20, 30 years later. And I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. If it was bad then. And you knew you can put this man under before he's ever a billionaire or a millionaire. Why could you do it then? And then I realized, oh, because this dude has a ton of money. And of course, they want to milk the hell, the milk the shit out of him. So he's basically bankrupt and basically paying who knows how much for the rest of his days that he's alive. And it sucks, but I don't know what type of stuff that Vince McMahon did behind the scenes. I really don't know. Um, obviously, that's when I think this man was taking, either was very young in the company, or got it when his father gave it to him, or when his father died, or I don't know, when it was, when it was like the ECW, WWE type era, when it was like him doing steroids and wrestling and matches and shit like that. I have no idea, but this man, I think, owns, I don't know what, I think it's like, it's like three million dollars. That she, like he paid her or or him more likely to her to keep quiet. So and then now it's coming out later, like way later on now, and it's like oh boy. I I know this big man can is a you know it's fifty fifty. He's likable, but also he's 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 tolerable. And on top of that, he's either. Very hated by a good amount of people in WWE because of his bad, poor decisions in, you know, talent and storyline and sometimes pay-per-views and shit. I understand. But paying someone $3 million because of an affair, I don't know if it was, like, money-wise or if it was sexual-wise. Probably sexual-wise because the word affair is in the... Isn't the whole thing, um, but it's it's sad because if this man has some bad deep doo doo evidence on him that he basically probably I don't know probably had sex with a female um, and shit probably cheated on his wife maybe and then kept kept the female quiet and said I'll pay you this amount of million dollars to shut the fuck up and not say anything for who knows how long. And then, um, after that, say, like, if you shut the fuck, if you shut up for this amount of time, basically, I want to do this, 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 and this, and this, and, you know, 
basically whoever it was that he paid way back when obviously kept the fuck quiet and didn't say shit and um but now it's you know karma always comes back to haunt you and now it's about to haunt the fuck out of him because um obviously this man is now get now stepping down as CEO of WWE and taking his hiatus because he also appeared on a Friday Night Smackdown last week and kind of like didn't really address the situation but basically said like I'm I'm going to, like he didn't really say it but from his actions and his body language he was saying I'm going to go I'm going to be away for a few I don't know how long I'll be away for um uh, like basically there's you know going to be someone um you know, there's going to be here someone like uh looking over WWE while I'm gone um and and yeah they'll take good good care of everything and it's it's going to be great but bro you can't but with Vince he can't do anything like he can't do nothing um they, he also said that in articles that he said that he won't completely disappear from the company. That he will be also, he'll basically be with the creative team while they're investigating his, you know, whole allegations and stuff. Um, he said that um, McMahon paid a secret $3 million settlement to a former employee he allegedly had an affair with. So basically it's confirmed that he had sex with somebody, a former women's wrestler way back when, and uh, kept it quiet. And obviously the dude is married. He is completely married. You know, ring on finger and everything. Obviously, I don't know how his marriage is now because his wife probably heard about it and probably divorced his ass and everything. Um, and they said that it was re- they said it was reported in January. Unnamed employee from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon and everything, and they said. Mr. McMahon said, I have pledged my complete cooperation to the investigation by the special committee, and I will do everything possible to support the investigation. So, basically, if this goes bad, which it will, um, he will no longer be CEO of uh, uh, everything. I mean, his company will be billions of dollars, but he, well, his company's probably been billions of dollars for a minute now, but he probably won't be a billionaire, like, his 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 wife is probably gonna take half of his money, if not most of his money. Gonna leave him with a couple million. Gonna take the house. Gonna take the cars. Gonna take everything. This if this man has a vacation house, gonna take that too. Man gonna take his jewelry. Gonna take his money in his in his, uh, in his you know bank account. Gonna let him drive something like that. Most likely that's gonna happen. Um, they also said that, um, it's, it, the whole thing is just crazy, because I'm like, bro, I understand that 
I don't know if your wife couldn't, you know, is, you know, couldn't please you like it used to. But if you literally had an affair with the female oh, over your wife, you could have just said, babe, like, you know, I know stuff is getting kind of boring. We can just spice it up a bit and just see what happens. That's all you could have done. You could have just done that. And I feel like she would have been fine with it. I feel like she would have been fine with it. She wouldn't have no problem with you spicing up shit in the bedroom. But no, you basically, in your mind, you said, my wife's pussy tastes like sandpaper. Her shit is drier than a Saharan desert. I'm going to get me some young cooter cat, some young coochie, and then uh, do what it do and have an affair with this female and have a relationship with them and behind behind my wife's back and see what happens and after that, keep this girl quiet so she won't tell my wife because I'm in a loving, you know, relationship, a loving marriage, quote unquote, with this person. Um, not so fast, sir. So, yeah, you're you're in deep doo doo now. Um, obviously she will tell everything what happened. Obviously Vince McMahon will probably lie and say, "Fuck no, I didn't say that shit." But if there's evidence that this man has done this shit, which obviously, if like, you know, as in, I want to say text messages, I mean, technically text messages, I don't know what you, like, you know, if, if she has text messages or anything of them, or what she actually said, I, I don't know what will happen, but, um, it's, it's, it's not looking good, it's definitely not looking good whatsoever, um, the the dude is definitely going downhill, um, and it's after a while it's just it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. I mean, it's already it's already being it's already getting worse because you let go of Sasha Banks. Now it's even more worse because you got sex allegations, aka an affair against your ass, and now you gotta leave and. And now your, you know, your daughter is the CEO of the company, or has been of the company for for a little for for a minute now, and you, I don't know, man, you. But I I don't know what will happen with Vince. I really don't know. But time will tell when they will update us on more, um, things about the situation, and also too now that. Like, Steffi McMahon is, you know, is now the CEO of the company. I don't know what direction this is going to go now. Because, you know, back in May, in late May, she left. Well, her team got cut. Then, yeah, her creative team got cut. Then she left because... She wanted to leave because she wanted to take care of family. But I'm not sure if it's because she had to leave because of family-wise. Or if she left because there's some shady shit under the table that WWE does not want us to know about it. Most importantly, that Vistic man does not want us to know about. And I feel like it's something that has to do between the Vistic man case and her. And probably someone else as well, too. Um... But basically, she said that 
she was gonna leave. Obviously, obviously, there's there's not leave for a minute, but just not leave for a long ass time, but leave because you know of some complications with her family. Obviously, because we know Triple H was going through a a very major um major major type you know heart not like health failure and the man was close to dying understand that i'm glad the man's doing better now um but i don't know and it's it's becoming worse and worse and and more worse like WWE is going downhill and they're they're basically and they're now basically thinking about making Stephanie McMahon a permanent CEO of the company because of the whole allegations against you know um, the whole allegations against uh, you know Vince McMahon too and now on top of that there's a big huge rumor that that there's um Triple H and Stephanie McMahon marriage is going downhill as well too to the point it may they may file for divorce we don't know exactly if she's going to file for divorce or not i don't know um i don't know their their relationship was solid obviously on tv i don't know in per i don't know like Personally, if their shit was solid like that, but who knows? There's probably shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know. Um, like I said, I don't know. Is it some? I don't know if it has something to do with her father having allegations against you know this super you know former WWE employee. I, I really don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy now. The whole McMahon family is going downhill. Obviously, Shane is not coming back to WWE. I haven't really seen the man. I haven't heard nothing from Shane McMahon, actually. So, I think he's gone from WWE. Um, oh, yeah, he, well, yeah, not, not really. Well, obviously, he's gone from WWE. He, he was cut from WWE because of the Royal Rumble. That's the reason why. I always, I forgot completely about that. He got cut after he did the Royal Rumble. Um, and no longer in the WWE. Now Vince McMahon has Alex of like some fair allegations against him. So he's out of WWE for who knows how long. And now Stephanie McMahon is the CEO of WWE permanently. Is from what I'm hearing. But now Triple H and Stephanie McMahon's marriage is going. And now that might end as well too. So... The whole McMahon family is in deep doo-doo at the moment. And it's not looking good for either one of them. I don't even know how the kids feel about this as well, too. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. Um, I, I, like, yes, his, yes, Vince McMahon's father built the company and made it great. But also as well, too, since you're big-headed son took over the company it you know he has bad port he has bad decision making makes you make like 
You only think about powerhouses to take over the company. And powerhouses is good and all, yes. But you have high flyers. You got, you know, cruiserweights that can be great world champions. You got mid-card people that can be great world champions. And you only think about powerhouses. And why do you think the roster is not as big as if it was in 2017 or 2016? Because you let go so much potential stars that can be do good. And look at you now. You're struggling just to keep this company alive. That's why you got to rely on pay-per-views to see if they sell big. You got to rely on merchandise. You got to rely on, you know, copy titles. You got to rely on t-shirts, hats, mugs, sweaters, sweatshirts, and etc. Just to keep the company alive. And... And what's also driving, you know, people away is because you have the same old superstar, like, like, and the same old rivalries that you've probably seen four, five, six times, and it's ridiculous, and it's just tired to watch, and it's, oh my gosh, like, honestly, if we gotta go, we gotta, there, there's a rock, there, there's a rock at the Cena, there's, Randy Orton and John, John Cena, best, in my opinion, rivalry of all time. Nothing wrong with it. You have Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and you got the list goes on and on and on and on. And after a while, you just get tired of it, and it's like, bro, I want to see someone new become champion. I want someone new to to defend them titles. I want someone new to to be the greatest, you know... Superstar in WWE today, and it sucks because WWE can do that. They just choose not to. They just want powerhouse to destroy the company, Bruh, This is not the ruthless aggression. This is not the attitude era. This is the PG era. Well, PG era kind of like passed a while ago. But this is—I forgot what era is this. I really don't know. I—I—I I, I stopped after the PG era, but. This is a new era, man. I know your 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 CEO Stephanie, but if you if you can find a way to have these good like athletes, these good stars, no matter if male or female, to you know either see a cruiserweight hold a world championship title, or you see you know either I don't know maybe a tag team champion becoming world champion, and you have a tag team champion becoming you know. Um, a mid-card champion or you have a big world champion become, you know, a tag team champion maybe for a couple months or so. Just switch it up. Have someone new hold the title every single time. Because I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of the same old people holding the title, a.k.a. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. And it's just like, it's just, eh. I'm just tired of it. I'm not. I'm not saying... I'm not saying about John Cena. I'm not saying Randy Orton. I'm not saying people like that because they're always going. They're always going to be the greats. They're always going to be the greats. Like hundred percent, they're always going to be the greats. But I don't want. I'm tired of seeing like, you know, maybe what was the one matches that kept on, you know, going and just couldn't stop along, like at all. I'm not talking about Brock and Roman, because that shit's sailed a lot. Oh, yeah, The Shield. Y'all kept on putting 
the shield back together, defending them every single chance you've got. And they got retired, and then you got the shield going against each other more than once. You had a lot of feuds between Roman and Seth. You had a lot of feuds between Seth and and Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley. You had a lot of fucking people against John Moxley and Roman, and it was just a it was just a triangle of bullshit. And I was tired of it. And every time you you had every one of them go heel, you had every one of them go face and become the shield again, just for them to dismantle again in a matter of two or three months after some random bullshit that just didn't make sense. Like shit like that, like bugs the fuck out of me. And I'm like, yo, you can do so much better, WWE, but I have six WWE and all it cares about money, and that's all it's gonna ever think about. Which sucks. I, like I said, Stephanie Moran, you are now the CEO of WWE. You have the power to make, try to make WWE not as good as it was, but try to make it better than it is now. Shoot, make Montez Ford a, a mid-card champion. Make, make, like, Angela Dawkins a mid-card champion. Make, make fucking, um... Shoot, make Rey Mysterio another mid-card champion. Have have Dominic Mysterio go to NXT. Do something good. Like, it, overall, it's not... It, it's not what it used to be anymore. And, like, you know, speaking of the whole thing about them doing, you know, same matches, like, the last thing I want to get off my chest, literally, is... The whole Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar bullshit. Like, bruh, where, where is this fight? Like, the sixth time we've seen Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns go against each other? Like, it's ridiculous. The f- I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Like, you had the man come back at SummerSlam last year after Roman Reigns defeat Cena. Then he wanted the title, so he went after. He was supposed to have a title shot at day one, and that went kablooey. No, he was supposed to. No, he had it at no. He had it at Crown Jewel. Obviously, Roman Reigns cheated, retained the title. Supposed to have it at day one. Roman Reigns got sick of COVID, didn't happen, so he went after Big E in that. Basically, what fatal? It was like a it was a fatal four way, and then became a they became like a five like fatal five way, and then Brock Lesnar became champion, pinned up Ben Biggie for the WWE Championship, came with the championship belt, won a title for title match at WrestleMania. Um, almost didn't happen, and then obviously, bro. Um, Royal Rumble came around, cheated so Brock can get the title off of him. Um, lost the title at Royal Rumble, gained it back at Elimination Chamber, just to lose it again to Roman Reigns, just to become the uni- the undisputed Universal Champion, and now it comes back. Months, maybe like a month or two after WrestleMania, 
Um, like, yeah, two or three months after WrestleMania and comes back and you didn't even set it for Money in the Bank. You set it for SummerSlam, which doesn't make sense. You could have, you could have set it for, you know, you could have set it for, for Money in the Bank easily, but nah, you set it for SummerSlam. Like I said, which doesn't make sense. You already have Ronda Rousey defending her title against Natalya at Money in the Bank. You already have Bianca Belair defending her title at, to to Raya Ripley at Money in the Bank. You already have your the Usos, your your little puppy dogs, your little bitches defending their titles against Street Fighters at Money in the Bank. And you also you basically have who knows? You probably will have both mid card titles. United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship defended at Money in the Bank, and then but you're not gonna have the two world titles defended at Money in the Bank. Keep in mind, you Roman is now part time because he wants to go Hollywood. Because in their mind, they said Roman's our guy. We're going to give Roman this big push, which did work in the Thunderdome era. Now that he's not in the Thunderdome era no more, this man is being a piece of shit. He's basically pulling a Brock Lesnar. You're a part-timer. You're a big, huge part-timer. A big-ass wrestler that only comes back when he feels like it, just like Brock Lesnar. Can only defend it when he wants to, just like Brock Lesnar, and leaves with a couple couple months without no world title, and people got to scratch and claw and dig their way just to get Roman, just to get you know Roman Reigns back to WWE, forget his measly title shot, makes him lose either from cheating or barely a clean wrestling match, and then leaves again for another couple months until maybe a big, huge pay-per-view like either WrestleMania or or Money in the Bank or SummerSlam or whatever. And they're supposed to have Riddle versus, versus Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. That didn't happen. And then you said... If he really loses, he can no longer, like, he can no longer get another title opportunity. He lost, couldn't get another title opportunity as long as he is champion. And now, since all your good, all, all that, all your good stars is out, Randy's out, Cody Rhodes is out for at least six months. I think maybe two more superstars that I'm probably forgetting their names is also out as well, too. All you got left is Brock Lesnar in their eyes. All that all you have left in their eyes is Brock Lesnar. You could have given the title opportunity to Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, etc. Because it's funny, after after his title defense against um, you know, Riddle and everything. He literally said, oh, like, I smashed them all. I'm like, 
Did you really smash everybody? Did you really beat everybody, honestly? Because what I hear is that you didn't really beat any... You didn't really beat everybody. Because you didn't give Bobby Lashley a title shot. You didn't give Drew McIntyre a title shot. You didn't give uh, AJ Styles a title shot. If I have to keep going, Dolph Ziggler, Rude, Apollo Crews... Biggie Langston, I keep on saying Biggie Langston, Biggie, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and the list goes on and on and on. And I'm like, you didn't give them a title shot. You just think they're not good enough in your eyes to, to get a title shot. And AJ Styles is a former WWE champion. The Viper, Randy Orton, is a 14-time world champion. Bobby Lashley is a two-time WWE champion. Drew McIntyre is a two-time WWE champion. Like, you, do you see what I'm getting here? You could have gave it to anybody else that I named off of. But nah, you said no one else is good enough for Roman except for Brock Lesnar. So here we go. Another Brock versus Roman feud for no fucking reason. Which is pathetic. Now, a lot of people can agree with me. It's pathetic. But I am tired of seeing Roman versus Brock. I mean, um, yes, it is a last man, a last, uh, man standing match for the titles. Kind of like Kevin, like they did with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns in the Thunderdome. But, dude... This is like the sixth one. Well, what's the next one? After that, you're going to give him another title shot? That's match number seven? Feud number seven? Like, bruh. Even Roman was like, bruh, I fought you too many times already. Can I get someone new to fight me? I feel like Roman Reigns was pissed that night. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm done with this, bro. I, I, I fought you way too many times. Can you give me someone else to fight? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah. Can you give this man someone else to fight? Because I'm honestly tired of seeing this man defend the same his title against the same old person every time. I understand that Brock Lesnar back then was your poster boy, but bro, times just changed, bro. Yes, he's a mul- he's made he's a multi-million dollar champ. He's a multi-million dollar person, yes, but there's other big athletes just as big as. Roman Reigns, if not bigger than him, but you don't give him a title shot. You don't. And it's sad because they have so much potential in the WWE, and WWE does not know how to use them. So what do you do? You put them in the 24-7 title spot because in your opinion, you're like, they're not good for anything else. Like, for example... Becky Lynch is a world champion, and you put her in the measly 24-7 title spot. How dumb does WWE have to be to do that? Very retarded and very stupid. WWE does not think. And like, so so basically, you want someone to bounce back from their losses, so you give them a measly 24 title shot, a 24-7 title shot. Like, 
if, for example, Dana Brooke has the potential, but I'm sorry, she is shit. She is terrible. And she is stuck in a 24-7 spot for a reason. Because she can't win a goddamn championship to save her life. And it sucks, and it's sorry, but it's true. It's like... It's like you try new shit on these people, and what do you give them? Bullshit. You give them bullshit. I'm also forgetting one as well, too. Damien Priest. Oh, yeah, another one. Um, You gave him maybe like two shots, but Edge. Edge. I don't... I don't know anymore. I really don't, man. My whole thing between... With a whole bunch of WWE shit is literally killing me. And I don't I don't, don't know what to do anymore. I really don't. Will it get better? Probably not. Will WWE make a different feud and have Roman Reigns face somebody else? Probably not. Because at the end of the day, they're going to think that powerhouses take over WWE and it's better than everybody else. But my friends, times have changed. And it's not that... And it's not high flyers. It's, sorry, it's not programs no more. It's molten people, high flyers, cruiserweights, everything like that now. But what do I know? I'm just a WWE fan that doesn't know anything. Doesn't know anything at all. But WWE, shit. When it, when it comes, when the time comes, I'm gonna tell you right now. I told you so. And when it comes. I told you so. But that's 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 it what I have. That's that's all I have for today's episode today. Um I just wanted to get the whole WWE stuff off my chest because it's a lot of a lot of shit that WWE's going through at the moment and it's not looking pretty for either one of them. Like no matter if it's either Stephanie or Triple H or even Vince and Sasha. I'm surprised Naomi didn't get no shit after her, but it probably will come sooner or later. But, yeah, that's it what I got for today. That's that's it for today's episode. Um, this is your boy Antoine TV 2 and I'm out. Peace, y'all.